Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, Pastor J.D. asks the difficult question, where is the United States in the end times? Christianity in this country is in a rapid decline. Pastor J.D. and many other Christian leaders theorize that this is because pastors don't preach the word of God and Christians don't share their faith. Corrupt politicians and legislation are not the cause, but only a mirror of our society. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 5th, 2019. So, before we get to the update today, I need to address something that was brought to our attention this last week concerning social media. And this is especially for our online uh, uh, church. It seems that there are fake accounts now that are using my name and my image, (laughs) this mug, particularly on Facebook, and sadly they're asking for money using my name, pretending to be me. I just want you to know, uh, especially for those of you online, I never, ever, ever ask for money. That's how you'll know it's not me. And if you ever get a post or a message with my picture on it, and they are asking for donations, in this one case it was for uh, missions, it's not, (laughs) it's a scam, you need to report that account, which you can do, Uh, on Facebook. There's a way to do that. Also, if you wouldn't mind, you can also email us the uh, page that is doing that, so we can have our uh, guys look into it and see what we can do on our end. All right, let's get to the prophecy update. I sense that the Lord would have me tackle the touchy topic of that which is happening here in America and to America. While I realize as of this morning, at last count anyway, there had been over 500 rockets that were fired into Israel from Gaza, I do believe, and the Lord did confirm to me, that I'm supposed to talk about the United States of America today. I have to confess that, and God knows my heart concerning this, but I'm still conflicted related to the current state of 
the United States. And I'll explain why I say that. I truly believe that America is conspicuously absent from the pages of Bible prophecy. And I am keenly aware that there are those who would disagree. Some believe that America is the Babylon in Revelation. And all I would ask very humbly is, let's agree to disagree agreeably. My understanding of eschatology, which is the study of end times, the last days, my understanding is is that there is no United States of America present before the tribulation, perhaps at the tribulation, and certainly not during the tribulation. So the question becomes, what happens to the United States? Will it be the ultimate demise of America, destruction of America, or will there be a spiritual awakening in America? Our desire certainly is for the latter, and that could as well explain why America is not present in Bible prophecy at the time of the end. If the rapture guts out this nation, for lack of a better way of saying it, it would certainly render America inconsequential. If all of a sudden now Christians are taken out, plucked out of this world and this country. (laughs) By the way, uh, the argument can be made, and it's a good argument, that the only thing that is keeping America from complete and total collapse is the body of Christ, and with us the restrainer. But when we're taken out, that's it. That's it. So we want it to be that there's a spiritual awakening in America, but here's the fact of the matter. Christianity, and I know we don't like to hear this, but it's in decline in America. We're talking about America now. On April 18th, Gallup published a sobering report about how the rate of U.S. church membership has declined sharply in the past two decades after being relatively stable in the six decades before that. A sharp increase in the proportion of the population with no religious affiliation, a decline in church membership, and low levels of church membership among millennials, are all contributing to the accelerating trend. On Thursday, I happened upon this interesting op-ed piece in the Los Angeles Times. They propose a theory and suggest that as religion declines in America, political tribalism is filling the vacuum that's left behind. Listen to this quote. In a recent essay titled, America's New Religions, 
published on New York Magazine's Intelligencer website, writer Andrew Sullivan adds his name to a growing list of cultural observers who believe established faiths in the U.S., listen, are giving way to political tribalism. The desire for religious fulfillment is in our genes, Sullivan writes, and as Christianity wanes in America, he believes two discrete political religions have taken its place in a search for meaning. You know what they are? Trumpism and the cult of social justice. I think the why question needs to be asked and answered as to why it is that the church in America is in decline today. You may not like my answer, but if you'll hear me out, I would like to present to you why it is that I truly believe this is why it is that the church is in decline today in America. Oh no. Go to China. Praise the Lord. Go to the Middle East amongst the Arabs, my people. Go to Iran. The Iranian people, the Persians, they're coming to Christ by the multitudes, but not in America. Here's why I believe, and I'm not alone by the way, I'm in pretty good company. I believe that the reason why Christianity is in decline is because pastors don't preach the word and Christians don't share their faith. When Paul writes to Timothy in his second epistle, the fourth chapter, I'll read verses one through five, listen to what he says. He's describing what's going to happen at the time of the end, in the last days. What will mark the last days? And He's just got done in the prior chapter, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, describing how at the end, in the last days, this is the church we're talking about. They will not put up with sound doctrine. They certainly won't flock in great numbers to hear a teaching like this. They don't want to hear that. What do they want to hear? Oh, Everything's good. We're all good. God is good. And so what they're going to do instead is they're going to flock in great numbers to those teachers that will tell them what their ears are itching to hear. You're a good person. God loves you. Well, God loves you. True. But they don't talk about anything else. It's a feel-good message. So, here's the exhortation to this young pastor by the name of Timothy, and please keep in mind as I read this, that it's to a church. He's talking about the church. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge, (laughs) you don't hear that much anymore, right? 
the coming judgment of God? Oh, He's coming. Who will judge the living and the dead and in view of His appearing and His kingdom. (laughs) Don't talk about that much anymore either. That's the number one comment or post or email that we get. There are no churches anywhere close to me that are talking about the Lord's return, let alone preaching the Word. He says, in light of this, in view of this, that Jesus is coming, and judgment is coming, and His appearing is coming, and His kingdom is coming, in view of this, I give you this charge. What is it? Preach the Word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. And here's why. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. It's going to be hard. This is interesting. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. That's the charge. That's what we're to do as pastors. This last Tuesday I attended the Hawaii prayer breakfast because Ravi Zacharias was the keynote speaker this year. I love that man. Talk about sound doctrine. I told him one time I had the privilege of uh, sitting at his table a few years ago, and I just had so many questions for him. And I, the first thing I asked him was, "Do you have photographic memory?" I mean, that guy. If you'll notice, I mean, you know, I'm I'm like married to my notes. I'm like, I went to the Hawaii prayer breakfast. <laughs> I said, "Man, I just I, I wish I had even a fraction of your intellect." Such a humble man, though. Well, at the beginning of his message, he made this stunning comment, and I knew when he said it that that is why I was to go to this prayer breakfast, just for that one reason. I didn't need to hear anything else. I just needed to hear what he said. Because again, I've been struggling with this, and I'm thinking to myself, is it just me? (laughs) But... I mean, I've never seen it as bad as it is today in the United States of America. And I love this country. Were it not for my parents immigrating to America when I was nine months old in 1963, I doubt very much I'd be alive, let alone saved today. He said this, In the 47 years of my ministry, I have never seen our American society as toxic as it is today. Then he went on to talk about the unthinkable horrors that always ensue when there's a turning away from the Word of God 
and the God of the Word. You can just write the next chapter in that book, and it's being written. And we're seeing it play out right before our very eyes. Why? Because pastors aren't preaching the Word, and Christians aren't sharing their faith. Well, this was on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, this is when the Lord really confirmed to me that I was to talk about this. Please know that, well, I have to confess that I, I, I fight the Lord on this particular topic. When it comes to the United States of America, I always give the Lord a, a hard time. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about that. I want to you know, hey Lord, there were over 500 rockets shot out of Gaza into Israel. Can I talk about, you know, what's happening in it? No, I need you to talk about this, because this is serious, and it's getting worse. So I've had the privilege uh, in recent months of getting to know Barry McGuire, who's been here a couple times now, actually, And he has an interesting, uh, really a fascinating ministry as a car guy. And he has now a television broadcast. I watch it on Daystar. You can also see it on CBN. It's called Ignite Your Life. This man, first of all, he's a man after my own heart as a car guy. But more than that, he has such a passion to share his faith and because of that is probably one of the most joy-filled brothers in Christ, if not the most joyful brother in Christ I have ever met in my life, because of that. I mean, it's infectious. It's contagious. So on Wednesday he emailed me an article that he had written, and the title is racing toward anarchy. And in it, he not only cites the same reasons for the state of the United States, more importantly, he offers a biblical solution. And I'm hoping you'll kindly allow me to share with you some of what he had to say. I do so because to me it is a prophetic word fitly spoken. Please, the enemy does not want us to hear this, so do not let your minds wander. Please listen very carefully. It's impossible to understand what's happening to America without recognizing how we've turned our backs on God. In 1960, almost 70% of our population were faithful church attendees. That number is now 20%. When 50% of a country's population moves away from God for its own self-interest, it's racing toward anarchy. He goes on to say, without God's moral absolutes determining what's right and wrong, there is no right or wrong. Everyone views their rights and wrongs as superior to everyone else's rights and wrongs. And boy, don't we see that on our screens day in and day out. Everyone becomes a law unto themselves. Reminds me of the Old Testament when it says that they did whatever they wanted 
in their own eyes. They just did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. The Word of God was rare in the land. Everyone becomes a law unto themselves with the loudest and most virulent voices hell-bent on turning America away from God. And then he goes on to say this, and I, I really appreciated this because this was, the Lord knew I needed to hear this because I'm thinking to myself, is it just me? Am I, am I losing my mind here? <laughs> and so I, I just needed this witness, and he says this, listen, Corrupt politicians are not the problem. Would you agree with that? Corrupt politicians, I think about, (laughs) we were just talking about the Apostle Paul, he gets to Rome. Do you realize what the church did? They they didn't have politicians in office, lobbying their, their cause. It was illegal to be a Christian. He says, corrupt politicians are not the problem. Listen to this. Those who lead us in public office are the mirror image of those who elect them. A godless society elects godless leaders. You would think that would be a firm grasp of the obvious. Now, when that happens, it leads to the blind leading the blind. And Satan blinds the minds of the unbelievers who now constitute more than two-thirds of our population. And he cites 2 Corinthians 4.4. Most Americans are lost, given over to a lie, and headed for hell. How are they going to know the truth? unless someone tells them. With only 1% of us telling 1%, that's the problem. We're the problem. Please know I don't want to get up in anybody's grill. I speak for myself too. Yes, I'm a pastor and I need to preach the word, but I'm a Christian first. And I need to share my faith as well. He then says this, if you're a patriot, love America, and love God, you'll take every opportunity to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. What if I told you that as a pastor, you know what my job description is? Golf three days a week, prepare a I'm sorry, I just thought of this. I had somebody, uh, this is years ago on the mainland, uh, when I was pastoring my first church, and, and he asked me the question, he said, uh, what do pastors do during the week? And I looked at him just kind of dumbfounded. I, you know, I, I had just sold my business, and I'm a hard worker, and really a workaholic in a way, And I mean, I worked seven days a week when I was in business. I had never worked as hard as I worked as a pastor. And I just looked at him like, what do you think I do? Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday 
here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.